All right. Hey, y'all. It is grab your wallet time. Uh, we've been having fun doing this show. We love you guys for supporting us. Those of you that don't support us, patreon.com is where you go give us the money to get us to these people or beers to these people so we can interview them. And John's got some t-shirts. So that's on stealthisbeer.com slash merch. Check that out. Either way, thanks for playing along. Can't believe we get away with this every week, Monday at five. about beer over beer by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right. Hey, y'all. It's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Hi, Augie Carton. Is the recording in progress? <laughs> the recording, we have been made fully aware by the Zoom police. A recording is in progress. This meeting is now being recorded. <laughs> Excellent. Well, <laughs> at least we're off to a better start than a couple of years ago in Colorado. That's, well, as Look far that, as I'm I just, knew. I'm just dusting off chestnuts early. That's, that's a classic. You brought out a classic there. Uh, I was going to point out that I said that Justin somehow used recording improperly in his sentence, but I've already lost track of what he said. I, I he did said, say the wrong word. He I said, said this meeting, the meeting. Right. So <laughs> this meeting is being recording. And yes. I was like, okay, I need to mention that. And then, uh, <laughs> and, then for Hall, that out. Okay. and then Hall brought a, a 12 year old mistake. It's, it's, up. it's so a golden, a golden oldie. Yeah. It's even better. A classic, still one of the greatest episodes ever. <laughs> um, Right, Until now, so, I mean, this clearly what we're embarking on right now is just going to go to the Museum of Broadcasting immediately this, after it's I, done. I think this, yeah, this is a straight to the um, straight to I, video. I, no, no, no. What's the uh, Smithsonian? The archives? Yes. Yeah. The Library of Congress. The museum. Yeah. Classic 2021 beer podcasting at its greatest why don't why don't you introduce logan since apparently he has a farm brewery on your poconos estate is that what you guys were telling me it, it's certainly not a farm brewery and it's <laughs> not an estate uh logan Ackerley, he's the head brewer at wall and paul pack brewery which is right next to lake wall and paul pack in the poconos region of pennsylvania and it's not too far from uh where april's family where my wife's family has a has a lake house and so over the last couple of years, I've had a chance to go and uh, drink there as my brewery away from home. And I've gotten to know Logan and his lack of sleeves. I've never actually seen the man wear a shirt with sleeves attached to it. Um, but what we were talking about before you came on, Augie, was he recently made a proper Graditsky and then took like how, how much of how, how much of it, like a quarter of it, Logan, and you put it into whiskey barrels. Yeah, it was just uh, two uh bourbon barrels that i had laying around that we never ended up filling so uh we just split off you know a couple barrels and fermented in the bourbon barrels god bless you for it well welcome to the show thanks for being here thanks did, for did you me. did you wax the barrels we did not oh uh, you should just you know i know bourbon barrels always means wax so what what does a proper graditsky bourbon barrel not fermented, right? Aged bourbon barrel conditioned. What is, how does that come out? Does it smoke up the bourbon or sweeten up the smoke? 
Yes, so we actually did ferment in the barrels. Um, just oh, that's badass. That's yeah, badass. right. Just for something ridiculous to do. Um, <laughs> but it did actually. It kind of sweetens up the Gradziski. It kind of rounds out that smoke. Um, and I'm getting like really light notes of oak and vanilla from like the bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of just a nice, nice touch. Um, we used lager yeast, so we that's when you came on, we were talking about uh, putting, uh, we rolled it into our walk-in cooler to try to keep it cold so we didn't get any weird flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't exactly stay cold, but it fermented pretty clean. So, Do you think maybe because you rolled the barrel, the lager yeast got confused because it had no idea where bottom was? That, that, that could be it because <laughs> i i know lager yeast it likes the bottom if you roll the barrel and you turn bottom to top it's just not gonna know what to do yeah right we're shaking it up <laughs> that's uh let's 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 befuddle our yeast everybody roll their fermenters <laughs> store it upright yeah uh that's fun so neat so besides gradisky i mean obviously there's no quicker way to john hall's heart besides <laughs> pocono adjacent and Smoke, uh, smoke beer, some rauk beer, t- tasty smoky treats. But uh, what else do you guys brew out there? Unless you're somehow able to completely survive on Graditsky's and variations, and if so, fuck, do I respect you and tell me more about that? Oh man, I, I <laughs> the wish entire business that. model is based around barrel aged Graditsky. <laughs> no, just var- just Graditsky variations. Like, well, this one is <laughs> barrel bourbon barrel. This this one we did. Uh, you know how you know how you like to burn a marshmallow sometimes when you make s'mores. So we did a Graditsky with burnt marshmallows. <laughs> Gonna remember that one. That's classic. That's a yeah. classic. Um. No, we actually, we kind of do a little bit of everything up here. Um, we have, it's, I guess, a good and a bad thing. Like, this area is pretty void of local craft beer. It is. Um, so we're kind of in an interesting position where I think the way I see it is that I would like to introduce the people in this area to as many styles as possible. Um, just to show people that there are, it's more than Bush and Yingling. Like there's more beer than that. So that uh, is so, that is so funny to me. So when we started Carton 10 years ago, one of the most, one of the biggest catalysts for us decided to do that was that there was no New Jersey beer. We were the 13th New Jersey brewery. Now there's 125, but we were 13th. But for us, the only, real craft around was Pennsylvania. And this is going to sound mean, but you'll understand it. If you know, Jersey, we counted flying fish as Pennsylvania. Um, but you know what I mean? You had to drive all the way to flying fish, which was essentially Pennsylvania. Then you had people like Trogues and Stouds and a couple people in the Philly area, um, Sly Fox and who else is over there? Victory. And who am I forgetting, John? Uh, who made who like victory. who's one of our favorite brewers? Who who makes the, the great yards? That's one thing. A brawler. So you know what I mean? So in my brain, and obviously it means nothing, but in my sense of the world for the last decade, Pennsylvania was rife with craft and Jersey was a wasteland. Yeah. So it's funny to hear you say that you're, you know, you're close enough to drive to and not 
knee deep in breweries. Well, I mean, for a long time, the only Pocono region brewery was Barley Creek. And there's something called the Pocono Brewing Company, but it's not. It's like a, they, they have a cop, like a, like a, I think it's a fake brew house, but it's like a, a copper looking brew oh, house. It's like the, the parking lot. It's like a like show. The one in Union Square. Uh, what was yeah. the old Union Square brewery? Heartland. Yeah. Brewery. Heartland. Yeah. Heartland. So it's remember like that. that? They had one of the most beautiful brew systems I've ever seen. Never had water in it. <laughs> yeah. And so they had just have it in the parking lot and it's called Pocono Brewing Company. And I haven't been there in 15 years, but I mean, Barley Creek out by the, the mountain. What's that? Camelback? Camelback, yeah. yeah, like that's been around forever. But until Wall and Paul Pack opened up, like there was really not a lot. Even Scranton never even had all that much. That's awesome. So, so tell us about what you're finding that crowd enjoying, right? Because in my head, they're all going to be German lager people. Do, do you have an? Do you have a contingent that's just like, yeah, 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 fuck that, give me a proper lager, or is everybody craft to the nines? So it, it kind of depends. Um, like our local crowd is definitely more into the, like we do a lot of, like like you just said, German style lagers. Um, we always have, like every season we do like a seasonal lager or whatever. Um, so our local crowd really gravitates towards those kind of beers. Um, but we're also, as John said, we're maybe a mile or two down the road from Lake Wall and Pawpack which is a huge tourist area. So we get people with second homes and uh, they're up for the summer and uh, just to spend time. Like John, you can call John a Benny. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, He said second. This is at least seven or eight. So yeah. All right. Fair enough. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Um, (laughs) I I like that you called John a tourist and I'm not going to let it slide. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, John. Um, Hi, man. Uh, no, so we get a lot of people from out of the area and a lot of them do have local breweries near them. So that crowd kind of, I mean, like everybody kind of gravitates towards the hazy IPAs and, um, more that more, the more trendy stuff, which we don't do a ton of, but we'll throw a hazy IPA out there every once in a while. Uh, Do you have a tasting room? Like, and if so, how many taps and what kind of mix do you think you you need to keep to be good at your job. So now uh, we have a pretty good size tasting room. We have a full kitchen, uh, so we have a lot of seating. Uh, the main side, they actually put like 36 taps in, which were never all full. Damn. Wow. That's, yeah. dude, that's pressure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the most we I, I, good had. Good for you for time. even showing up. I'd be like, you know what? You guys can go fuck yourself. 36 stats. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it's a lot. I think the most we ever had was like 24. And that was for a special event. It was like the 20th anniversary of something in the area. Um, and that was a lot. Like, there's no way 36 was going to be too much. Um, what size is your system? And how many fermenters? It's a beautiful system. It is a, a very nice 20 barrel system from QTS. Okay. Uh, but we have 13 fermenters. Uh, 10 of them are single, so 20 barrel, and then three uh, double batch, so 40 barrel. All right. Um, I get it. I'm just doing the math on how you'd get up to 36, and you'd have to be brewing. Yeah, I don't think you can, right? Because. Yeah. To flip the ales fast enough and get them in fresh enough. 
you're going to fall behind. And if you throw a lager in, which you can hold for a month, you're going to fall behind on the ales. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so to get that many, even just to get to 24, we ended up doing a bunch of pilot batches too. We have a small, like a one barrel pilot system. Uh, so we can just play around on that and th throw some, I mean, we get, you know, a little more creative there, I guess. Uh, do whatever we want. Doesn't, it's two kegs it's going to sell. So, cool. All right. So, hold on. Let's do the can. Yeah, thing. please. It feels like a natural break because I think I was about to ask what you love to brew on the, on the tippy. And I was like, wow, that's going to take us down a hole. All right. So, what brings us together on Steel of Spears, a candid conversation of beer, what it is and not what we would hoped it would be. To facilitate this conversation, John and I drink blind out of opaque glasses in the COVID days, which we're, I guess we're pretty much out of now, but still behaving like we aren't. Yeah, for now. Uh, Justin goes to the world's coolest bodega, purchases some beers, mails them to us, obscured in artisanal foil, um, and we drink them here. Now, do you have, do you have fresh beer there? Are, are you playing along with us? I do, or, I do have the beers. All right, so Logan's Excellent. in the game. Now, have you poured it into a clear glass or a? are you in a coffee mug type black glass like us? I do have a, a mug, so I can't see the color. Excellent. All right, so I'm just starting to smell it, John. If you've been drinking, you guys. I have that. been. This is, I, I, this is like a perfect beer to ease into uh, like a, a midday with. Like it, it, it this there's something breakfasty about this, like a brunch beer or something. And I can't quite put my, there's some like citrus to it, but there's something else in the background that I can't it's really. The, it's the eggshells and albumin that are making you think of Benedict. Oh, okay. I mean, that's not usually my go-to order, but sure. Um, but there's this really nice baked lemon characteristic to it. Um, and right. a little bit of like an herbalness, like there, there's, it's just, it, when I had like the first sip, I had like four more right afterwards. And I was like, yeah, like, this is what I want. Like at a patio, like during brunch, like this is, I just want, yeah. you know, like nice, tall, cool glasses of this. It's, um, it's interesting. I'm confused by it because yeah, it, it smells it smells like Allagash, kind of. You know what I mean? It smells like a nice, pretty... Oh, like a wheat beer? Weedy yeah. blonde. Um, but on the palate, there's something... Is I want to say it's like a salt. Thing? That's what yeah. I'm saying. I want to say it's like a salt. But to me, it comes off like eggshells. Um, so like a calcium or something? Like maybe it's calcium rich? or But there's something that... The nose is all kind of pretty fermentation characters, maybe a little bit of, um, I don't know, some kind of citrus, like you said, that lemon cookie or maybe an orangey thing. Um, but the, the, the finish is super, super weird. Logan, tell us what you're yeah. getting. Tell us without, about your super weird finish. Because the two of us have been super useless here for any... True guidance. I can't tell if I'm going to drink this all fucking day because I want to figure out what's going on or I'm going to get frustrated and move on. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I'm kind of I'm getting a lot of what you guys just said. The citrus was what hit me immediately, uh, like a nice lemony uh, aroma and a little bit on the on the tongue. Um, very dry. But there is 
I like the dryness and the it's pretty high carb. Um, but I, there is something on, I I think I'm picking up on what you're getting, Augie. But I don't know how to verbalize it either. Yeah. Like there's just something there that's like doesn't seem like it fits with the other aspects. It's like a dried lemon thing. There's like a dry, but like it feels like it's lemon that has been in the oven for an hour or so and is like starting to candy a little bit but like also like I, I don't definitely know, not like a, sweet it's a very no, not, dry no, beer which is super it. pretty but like i'm thinking about like if you were to bake lemons with like an herb on top of it like what would the herb be it's like it's not a regular time. it's always time it's always you time. always bake lemons with time it's actually a thing Okay. Well, I, I'm not getting time off of this, but I'm saying. Okay. I'm just telling you how to cook your food, man. Stop yelling at me. Listen, stop telling me and just come <laughs> over and do it for me. Okay. I'll like just, that again. you know, put up and shut up. Um, <laughs> but there, but there's some sort of like, I, 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 I don't know. I'm thinking I want to drink this outside on a nice warm day, but I'm also thinking that I would love the aromas of this on a crisp fall day inside of the house. Like, on the first Ooh. day of sweater weather. So it, it there's there it's fucking with my brain as to like what it wants to be. And yeah, you just, I, and I love it because of it. Like well I actually, done. I really well done. Cause here. so Jesse's on his way here for the afternoon. So when we hang up, I'm going in the backyard to drink with Jesse. And I was like, I should save half cannabis and talk to it. Is talk that about Jesse, it Jesse Ferguson from Interboro? Yeah. Okay. Um, is there another Jesse? I'm just I'm um, filling in for context for first time listeners who also didn't get my joke at the beginning of the show. So I'm just thank, you, thank you, John. Yeah, always adding value. Always adding value. Um, yes, Jesse's on his way here, and we're going to start drinking it around three. So I was like, drinking it, I was like, well, I was like, I should throw this in the fridge. This is neat enough. It'd be a fun discussion with Jesse, as you know, I like to do, much like I like to do on this show. Does, does Jesse but enjoy now those that, conversations? Now that he keeps coming back for him, John. All right. He's driving here. That's true, yeah. Um, but uh, I don't yeah, know. Now that, now that you've said that, I don't know what it was about the fall note that makes me just want to downshift into it and just finish it right now. Logan, where would you drink this? Uh, I think uh, this is like a, I don't know, a lawnmower beer kind of thing. Or really? Like after, I think so, just that dryness is just really refreshing to me. So I think like after, uh, or my buddies and I take a river kayak trip every, every year, I think after a, a day of paddling on the river, uh, something like that would be just really at the spot. If this has like a little bit of a higher ABV and like the high sixes or something that would then be, we're in trouble. Yeah, we're in trouble. But like, <laughs> but that also sounds like a really good, like after a day on the river or something or after oh, like you're, the you're saying here. because you can only carry a couple at six and a half percent yeah. is great for that. All right. I got you. Yeah. Or if you're just tired after, cause like the lawns out here are pretty, you know, I mean, not mine, but like other people's like, that's a day long job. So you like, you want something that's like a reward afterwards. I'm thinking of lawnmower beers. So mm. see, I just, I like it so much. I want it to be low enough that I can drink 50 of them. And I kind uh, and I kind I, I, and I, I want it to be a little bit higher. I want I, I don't want and I kind of don't want Justin to tell me what it is. Like I want I, I feel like I want to spend the rest of the day guessing what this is. You can uh, tune out for a minute if you want. I mean, you no, know, no, that's not, not that's not how this works. 
You know, I'm not gonna, but I really feel like this would be a fun one. If, if, if Justin had sent us four of these for the show, just all day, be like, nobody look, nobody tell me. I can't know. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, Kennedy. Kennedy, what the fuck is it, so, man? Oh, this is from Collective Arts Brewing in Toronto, Canada. It is oh. a it is a wheat ale with Earl Grey tea. Oh, bergamot! Are getting so Earl Grey, bergamot. Okay, yeah, bergamot orange citrus. Uh, ah, is oil is what makes Earl Grey tea Earl Grey tea. You know what's funny is I do an ESB. I put bergamot into because the ESB reminded me of Earl Grey tea, and I wanted to push it that way. Mm-hmm. And here I am sipping on this thing, having no idea that that's what I'm tasting. It's nice, right? I was. It's, it's really, really nice. nice. Yeah. What's like, the ABV? Five percent. All, All right, right, so yeah. danger zone. No. Yeah, because you think you because yeah. you think you can drink yeah. eight, but you should only drink six. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, Kennedy, with, good on you. This yeah, is, nice know, job, I, Justin. I give a shout out to. Uh, the Not that you of... haven't been nailing it because you've been you've been doing a great job, but, but this is a really neat first beer of the day. Yeah, somebody at the at the beer shop where I bought this recommended it, and uh, I was like, "Really?" I was like, "Okay." Well, so, shout it out. Where's this beer shop? We need yeah. good beer shops it's that called, recommend good uh, beers. It's called Beer Witch. It's in Prospect Heights. Brooklyn. Oh, sure. Um, it's pretty new. It opened during the pandemic. It's a really really cool shop. Beer which like weighs the same as a goose, or beer which like goes with sand. Uh, what? <laughs> I understand what he means, but I'm not sure. <laughs> beer W I T C H. It's uh, okay. It's a shop that's all run by women, by the way. Okay, so yeah. yeah, so they mean weighs the same as a goose. So okay. do they? Um, do do they carry the uh, Justin's Bodega tote bags? Oh, you know, I should put in their merch shop. By the way, to digress, and Logan, don't think I've forgotten you're here. Sorry. But how did you send me t-shirts and glasses and no fucking Justin's Bodega bag? That's like the new, that's like the new NPR woke status symbol of all of Brooklyn. So and I don't have it. For for context, I haven't seen Augie in person in months. And literally last Friday. Well, before that. And so I went down to the brewery with a box full of Steal This Beer merchandise, which is actually available on our website at stealthisbeer.com slash merch, uh, because he didn't have any of it. And I didn't realize that you didn't have the, the, the bag because that was a pre-pandemic thing, if I remember, or like early part of the pandemic. So I'll get you one. Like, I don't know why you're all up in arms about it. It's now let's like get back to anywhere. Logan. Logan, you we were just on to your... I got to crank out some beers, two barrel system and development and stuff. Put, put this beer that I'm so excited about. And I think you enjoyed it too, in context of the kind of shit you're doing. Cause this, I love that. Not only is this great, this never would have occurred to me. Yeah. Honestly, I, I did very much enjoy this beer, uh, which I'm actually, I drink a lot of tea. So that kind of makes sense. Um, uh, it's actually, it would fit right in with what we're doing because I actually were canning this coming week. Uh, we started like a series of beers. It's wheat beer, but infused with all different types of teas. Uh, <laughs> so this is actually. Look at that. It's very, like I knew it. I yeah, nailed that one. Very fitting. <laughs> um, That's fantastic. But, it's so like you came doing? to the production meeting beforehand. Doing. Tell us. Well, I didn't. But yeah. uh, tell us what you're doing. <laughs> Uh, so this first one, we, we did three of them like draft only just to see how 
it was like we just did a wheat beer base. It was like 6.4%, six and a half, somewhere in there. Um, And then I split the batch three ways with three different teas just to see how it would be received. And they flew. Um, So this one, the one that sold the fastest we're doing, it was uh, the tea was called Superfruit Sencha. It's like a, it's a green tea with uh, goji berry, pomegranate, like some, so some fruit in there, um, blue corn flowers, stuff like that. And it just, it, it's doing well that, for you with, with, with the customers. Very well, actually. I, I was surprised how well it went, but I mean, it kind of makes sense with this one. Cause it was, you know, very fruity. Um, and I mean, I'm sure you all know everybody likes, can't everybody go wrong fruit. with the fruity fruit beer. It's not a there's beer. not enough lactose and there's not enough fruit in the world. What, what's interesting, though, and Augie said this earlier where he was talking about like, oh, the German beer lovers. But like knowing the brewery from before it opened, um, Becky Ryman, who's, who's one of the co-founders of the brewery, was saying early on that the goal was to get yingling drinkers converted to craft. And so a lot of the beers were going to be, you know, like lager focused to say, well, rather than drinking yingling up in that area, not necessarily German beers, but yingling. Um, and it just, it, it seems like in what, four years, the brewery has just changed so dramatically where you're now doing fruited tea beers and they're selling out. Yeah. It, it's been a really interesting transformation because we, we planned on having a, uh, like a flagship amber lager. Um, yeah. But the last time we brewed it, it kind of took forever to sell. Um, so we haven't made that in over two years now. Uh, wow. but it's just like, we, we thought it was going to be, you know, Amber Lager, Pilsner, like those kind of beers, but we're, we've been finding out that people are like, they're very receptive to all these. I mean, we still do a lot of traditional stuff. Like I, I threw a Dunkelweizen on there last year, but then sure. we can also get into this tea infused beer. Uh, we have a series of you know, fruit beer, which obviously, like I said, is going to sell. Um, but like, it's pretty surprising how, like you just said, how different thing it was going to be. Yeah. And That's I mean, just... cream ale is still our best seller. So like, yeah, st- <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was drinking the hell out um, of it last night. It's a, it's a, it's a fun beer. Are you in the Poconos right now? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 I'm sorry. I was asking John. I can never, yeah, I no, never I'm, know where John is. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm maybe about five miles from the brewery right now, which is and weird. And you that didn't I'm not doing... think to go hang out with Logan? We're doing two this? shows you're, in a row you're today, immunized. and you're I didn't. Immunized. I am, but we're doing two shows in a row, and this is the first one. And I didn't want to be like, okay, I'm going to go sit in a corner now and talk to myself on a computer for. <laughs> you know, for an hour. Thanks for having me. So wow, um, like, this is the time you feel weird about being weird in, in society. <laughs> Every day of my life. And you know, it, and it, just hurts. <laughs> it just cuts to the quick. It's just mean. Um, so I, I, I love though, that. So, so wait, um, let's get back to your tea beers. Cause what's funny is we just did a Cezanne with a whole bunch of spelt knit and just fun. And, you know, we're going to put it out as a proper Cezanne. But I literally said to my R&D bureau, I was like, do me a favor, split off. We have a little four barrel Grundy tank. I was like, split off four and I'm going to bring you this tea I like that's orange, carrot, ginger, turmeric. 
And I think it might go really well with this. And I think it might be horrible. So don't commit to the whole beer, but let's just see how it goes. But it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing with your herbals. And I'm more intrigued by this. So what's what's your base? Are the pomegranates like a juice or is that in the tea mix? How are you fucking around? Or is it seeds? like? Uh, you know yeah, what so I mean? Because so this uh, thing has, mine has dried carrot in it, which is something... I can't find, you so I'm just going with that carrots. mix. I like fucking around with food. John. I know, but you just you have like this like weird obsession with. I, every time, like I feel like I I talk to you, which is you know like once a week now. You're all you're talking about is dried carrots. I haven't and... talked about dried carrots except for this beer in three years when I invented carrot sugar to make Valero oh, sort. You're, so, you're, so, you're so mad. You're so mad. I'm Why so, are you mad at? Why are you mad at the dried carrots? I thought you because you're dried the carrots. worst. And that wasn't dried carrots. That was powdered carrots. This is Fine. totally different. Anyway, please sorry, let Logan, Logan talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the this tea, the I can't remember what they're called, but they're it's basically the pomegranate seed. Um, OK, it's I guess they dry it out um, uh -huh. and throw it in there. Same with the goji berry. It's all like a already blended. So we're not adding uh like juice or anything like that um right and then the base is just a, a really simple wheat beer uh just it's probably like clean for men or like like clean for men or like belgian phenolic wheat yeah uh we actually went clean ferment so okay, we do cool. a, a hefeweizen like as a flagship and sells really well but i didn't want it to be that banana right. clove kind of thing um and I, I really enjoy Saison's, but that is the one style that will not sell here. Um, yeah, it may. I, I, I mean, you're right. This Grodziski <laughs> is selling better than a Saison does here. That's um, hilarious. Well, man. obviously. Well, right. well, yeah, it goes without saying, because John Hollis changed the whole world's opinion of smoke. Don't fall for it, Logan. He does this to me all the time. I whip up a smoke <laughs> beer and it just fucking kills me. <laughs> hey, Augie, you should make a three percent cream ale. You're gonna retire on your new yacht. And, hey, it's yeah. it's come it's coming. You know it's coming out in about six weeks. Is canoe coming back? Canoe's coming back in late July. Oh, awesome! I'll be able to contribute to Hannah's five twenty nine again. That's great. Fantastic. Because <laughs> I resell the cans. I go and buy a bunch, and then I sign but the cans. Then, then, then you're the only. Them. Then you're the only human making money on that fucking beer. Yeah, um, it ain't me and it ain't my brewery, but but anyway, so uh, do you make a three percent um, cream ale named after fucking close to water? Because I do. Thanks to John Hall. Does he influence you that way? <laughs> that was one of my favorite. That was one of my favorite things that you've ever done. No, I, he hasn't I never pitched that idea to us. Uh, I, I got, I got, I got a because some I, sucker fell for it four years ago. Logan, Logan, I have an entire hope chest filled with brilliant beer ideas. <laughs> so um, I'll log, I'll look it up next time. We'll come over, we'll go through it, and we'll we'll absolutely create a money loser for you. Logan, All just right. bring, bring a right pocket, bring a right pocket full of nose and a left pocket full of go fuck yourselves, and sit down at that table. I'll um, stock up on those. <laughs> that's awesome so all right cool and i and i like so it's so funny to me J justin you didn't realize that this was a program he was getting involved in when you brought this beer right no i had no idea well done justin you know better lucky than good <laughs> um 
That's fantastic. All right, let's talk about beer two while we're at it. Do we have to? I mean, I kind of like it too. I think Justin's in his fucking in his fucking groove here. It's uh right. It's a oh, you little, like this? You don't? It's a little small brown beer with a neat blueberry tone. Why wouldn't I like it? Hang on. Am I actually drinking beer number? Yeah. All right. I'm drinking. It's a What's short the... can, yeah, John. It's a 12 ounce it, can. Next to the other can, it's smaller. It's got a two written on it. The two that, is from this week. That's fine. I'm just. Logan, last time we did this, John broke out a ginger ale and just totally fucked up the conversation for 20 minutes. Which was awesome because you all went along with me for it. I uh, <laughs> checked the tape. I watched somebody go along and tried to be supportive while going on. Not sure I get your ginger thing. Anyway, I there. <laughs> I like I this. What's funny know. is it's 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 another. I guess maybe I'm in a groove. I I definitely have a a tired palate this morning. It's been working hard, but um, but I'm definitely getting more of that calcium rich water note here. Um, but I like it. It's it's pretty simple. It's got just it just creeps up to the inside edge of what would be described as acrid without going there it's nicely malt husk drying and there's a blueberry aromatic to the ferment that i'm just completely fine with Jeez. and i'm hoping this thing is like two percent is it like dried blueberry or something yeah 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 do you not, not get it there's something no. super sweet on the nose and i'm just calling it blueberry because that's I, where I my have head like went. a like a like a more of like a, a harsher end of a of a of a roast, but like the body is watery and light, but there's this like ashy roast characteristic to it. And like I agree just, with everything you're saying. That's just what okay. I want to drink at noon on a Saturday. No, I, I up against and I know every beer is an island, but like you know, I've been sipping on this weed ale the entire time as well oh yeah i i had to to be fair i had to put the weed ale aside yeah no i did too to focus um, here because i was i was doing that same thing when i first poured this i was like, oh i'll wash it down with a little weed ale and i was like you're not being fair to this beer <laughs> no I, um but there there's something just about like the the bitterness is lingering a couple well, of no i i know you've been living your life one. in the hazy pastry world so you probably can't accept bitter anymore wow wow <laughs> You know me so well. It's like, well, I definitely mirror, know what buttons to push. My soul, old friend. I, I definitely um, know what buttons to push. Yeah, no, you, you sure shit do. Yeah, this is why you don't come to the production meetings anymore. Um, it's, it's never fun. It's Logan. What I mean, we've been talking. What do you like? About yeah, Logan. This? What do you or hate about it? Yeah. you can be in John's camp. John doesn't like good beer. <laughs> this one, I'm I'm having a tough time. Like I can't figure out what it is. Um, I do get something fruity and sweet on the nose, um, but it's almost I, I get like it's almost like a a really light oud brewing kind of thing. Like I'm getting like an almost. Well, are you getting a little sour? Mm. Yeah, I hadn't, but I'll go back in and check. This um, is going to be the yeah, longest I mean, day of my life. <laughs> it's very light, but I'm I'm just I don't know. That's that's what I'm picking up. I, I, I like it. Hold it's on, nice I'm, I'm having one more taste, but I think so. I I get the sour thing, but I I would say it's more of like one of those light acidic tangs. On yeah, the but like end. from the malts. That's yeah. I, I yeah yeah. It's I think it's I think it's some some know. tiny it's little bit of a waxy. Burnt. Yeah. Oh, God. 
All right, let's before John defames another one of our brothers in Brooklyn. Let's uh, I I got no let's do the reveal in any of these games. I know, but after what you did to Bolero, I feel like I should. (laughs) After what I did, yeah. So this is one of those B United that's shipped over and canned in Connecticut. No, that's why I don't like it. This is Uh, fucking B United. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Yurigi, an ale product of Germany. It's an alt beer brewed with water, malted barley, hops, and yeast. You guys know this beer. It comes in a funky swing top bottle. If you if you uh, if you saw it, you would know it. But this is a this is a wet hop version of that beer. A wet hop version of an of an okay. With Herzbrucker. Do we know what hop Herzbrucker? So there's my blueberry. Boom. Yeah, so uh, it's six point two percent alcohol, so it's not a little beer, Augie. Oh fuck! You're yeah. mean, Justin. <laughs> no wonder I was so excited to keep talking about it. Mean Justin. Is, <laughs> mean Justin is mean. It's six point two. Justin compared to some of the other ones. I've seen. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure the next show there'll be some fucking quad in the in the second spot. This this might be the highest ABV of the ones today. Don't don't ruin the next show, dude. Don't tip your hand. <laughs> yeah, Justin, um, do you not understand the concept of what brings us together? I always right. forget. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Justin. Love you for it. Logan, for Logan, it. have you ever made an all beer? I haven't made one yet. Uh only once and it wasn't traditional. It was a it was actually a collab with Great Lakes Brewing and it was a smoked alt beer. All right, wait, um, you know, stop. How did you Hall. collab? With, how would how did you collab with Great Lakes? Like they're fucking long established, huge. I wouldn't even know how to reach out to them if I wanted to. How'd that come together? <laughs> yeah, so actually, uh, Brad Bineski is one of their sales reps for Pennsylvania, um, and he was he's good friends with our sales manager, and we kind of just got talking, and he's like, you know, it'd be cool to like you guys do a lot of like traditional styles, like Great Lakes does a lot of that stuff. Um, and he's like, you know, I'll talk to the to their pub brewer and see if we can put something together. And actually, I think the the smoked alt beer might have been. I think. Wait, it was you there. did a smoked alt beer, Hall? You are a whore. <laughs> I did. Did I? I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know about listen, listen, I don't need you the gov- I don't need the in my business, all right? So like, you know, we don't need to talk about this on the air. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, anyway, that's neat. So what so what else have you done in that tippy besides the tippy is my pilot system. That's why I keep calling it that. Sorry to be confusing. Okay. What else have you been piloting besides tea wheats? Uh, we've kind of do whatever we want. So, uh, I mean, we've done a Bach, uh, Japanese rice lager, which oh, is, I mean, kind of, you know, just, you know, simple grist and Sriracha Ace. And, yep. um, uh, we did an English pale mild, which actually ended up going on that. I think that was the first beer we piloted and we're like, wow, this is actually pretty good. So we threw it on the, I think that was the first beer that went up to the full system. Um, so kind of, I mean, we just did, uh, what was it? You know, if you dry hop that Sriracha rice beer, you can call it a Japanese Italian lager. <laughs> Italian <laughs> lager, that's the way yeah. to go. Kennedy's the future. Uh, that's so cool. Kennedy, my man, you got a letter for us? Sure do. You want to hear it? 
Well, that's why he asked, no, but yes. No. no I just wanted to make sure. No, we just one. wanted to make sure you had one. I just wanted to make sure you finally had one. Let's move on. We got one. I'm not going to read it. No. Okay. Uh, funny story, though. I was at a brewery opening. Uh, Evil Twin opened a new tap room in Dumbo on this past weekend. That sounds like a tap room opening to me, tap but room. we can call yes, it a brewery. Okay. <laughs> it was a tap room opening. <laughs> and uh, someone, I forget their name. Sorry, Steve, but. Uh, he walked up to me and said, Kennedy, my man. And I don't remember who it was. And you high-fived him and immediately forgot his name. I'm so I did. Proud. I did. I'm so proud of you. Wait, hang finally. A how I is this a funny win. story? <laughs> well, we got a letter because, here. From... Because for three minutes, he was Augie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a letter from this guy? I don't think it's from him, but it's from uh, Robbie P. says, Kennedy, my man. Um I'm curious, with maybe a glimmer of light starting to shine through the darkness that has been this past year plus, um, what do your guests, John, Augie, Cass, and your very own self-see staying around in the industry as a result of the pandemic? Beer shipping, local delivery, the renewed comfort of drinking a bunch of session beers, everyone and their dog canning as much as possible, et cetera, versus will there be- We know that's where Cass's heart is. Yeah, I know, Cass, yeah. That's where his (laughs) iron heart is. (laughs) <laughs> versus will there be an about face to the way things were are people going to start bottling beer having to drive the length of the state to try other breweries pounding high octane double ipas triple ipas etc uh-huh. and as a follow-up has the pandemic been a blessing or a curse for Cass's secondary trading market love the show love my sixth anniversary shirt and glass love the tote bag keep up the good work oh he's got a tote bag nice he's got one all right, let's let's Everybody's start. Everybody's got the, a tote bag except Augie. Except no, uh, different versions of this question asked throughout the pandemic. Right. So, but now that it's over, um, it's not over. But it's it's on it's on the wane. But it's not over. But yeah, okay. I you know, come on, man. It's no. The, we're 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 at the other end. Okay? Just because you're trying to make out with me all the time doesn't mean oh, that you know. Because you got that pouty mouth. That's um. So, Easy. so Logan, what, what, what did you see dramatic changes in the last 14 months and what do you hope stays and what do you hope goes? Yeah, uh, it was pretty drastic. Just like I think most breweries were, you know, draft just died. Um, and every, we had to put everything into cans, um, which, I mean, we did, great business for you know everything going on uh but it was all cans so you know different margins uh honestly i i think and i think i talked to john about this last time he was up uh but i heard a lot of brewers say that they couldn't like keep their low abv flagship thing like people are going back to loggers and styles that they know um styles they can trust uh but that wasn't the case for us it was people wanted the newest thing they wanted to try something different all the time so we were cranking beers out like crazy just trying to give people something different um so honestly i would like people to just be more i hope for us at least people are still they stay adventurous with beer it's fine obviously everybody has like a beer that they're going to fall back on but i i really liked people trying new things 
I know Augie is going to have a lot of answers. Uh, I'll just simply say that the conversations that I've been having, um, the states that have strong brewers guilds uh, are really fighting hard to advocate for keeping delivery going, uh, for keeping curbside going, for all of the allowances that happened during the pandemic. There were not horror stories that a lot of uh, outside influences were, were saying where you know, breweries were going to be responsible for and, and, and doing. Um, by and large, I think breweries were really responsible and showed uh, that, that some of these allowances that were given to them during the pandemic are things that are just common sense moves. And so strong brewery guilds right now are working with state legislatures to make a lot of these things permanent. And I think that's a good thing from a consumer standpoint. And I'd like to actually see more of that happen. You know, whether or not consumer drinking trends will stay the same or anything else like that. But I do think more allowances that are allowed brewers to operate and to make money and to be good citizens. Uh, the pandemic helped prove that that's possible. And we'll, we're going to see more of that, I hope. Here, here. Um, uh, so since I got my two shots, I've been going out with salespeople and visiting accounts as they reopen and as we reopen and trying to have conversations with everybody. And the thing I'm seeing that has me a little unnerved, a little confused, um, that I'm hoping somebody figures out how to write itself, is there are all these small breweries who were only brewing for their tap rooms, who quickly had casks come down and can their shit, who quickly went to stores. And at the time, you know, there, there's a lot of hype control, media control, not necessarily a lot of quality and production control at these places. And they got some shelf space. And I'm now seeing beers from little tiny breweries that never meant to be in stores. And I'm glad they got in stores. I think that was great. It's how we all got through. But their beer is nine and 10 months old or, you know, February old. And it's still on the shelf and they're not taking it back because they never intended to be a distributing brewery. And they never understood that, you know, when you're us and others like us around here, you sell the amount of beer you hope a store can handle. You try to control your relationship with them. You try to get the right amount of beer to them. If it's in their past three months, you swap it out and put new beer in the place so that the consumer is seeing new beer and things like that. And my problem or fear is somebody grabs these cans from these places they think are tough to get because they were built on this tiny model and get a year old hazy IPA and think, well, you can't really trust hazy IPAs in that store on that shelf anymore because I've been working for 10 years to make shelf stable hazy IPAs and relationships with places where you can trust them. And um, I hate to say, it, you know, when we started this show, when I started the brewery, I hated all those speeches at the craft brewers conference about quality matters, but I'm, I'm walking into these it's so stores, important. but I'm, I'm just, I'm now all of a sudden really worried about a guy who's bridged in a craft. Like Logan was saying, he thought was his job couple years ago you know is there and is now like i'll try that one and gets yeah. a gets a 
you know, a March, a St. Patrick's Day hazy at the local food town at, for 22 bucks. And it's like, fuck that $22 hazy. And if you've put all the effort into doing everything right and you make the hazy that needs to cost 22 bucks, there's only a couple people you want to be on the shelf next to because you want people to have the best experience for that. And I'm looking at shelves now that everything's ending and I'm going out for literally the first time in a year and I'm seeing year old cans. And that had like, I, everybody has to buy their fucking old cans back. And if they want to stay on those shelves, put fresh beer there. And they got to just grow up and do the job right. And th that's the thing that really has me freaked out in the last month of driving around New Jersey. Cass, how's your trading situation? Fantastic. Same Kennedy, what are you going to contribute to this question? <laughs> uh, so in New York City, most of the, the open container laws have been, if not act, officially revoked, you know, um, not enforced anymore. So I really hope that sticks around. Also, all the outdoor dining, outdoor drinking stuff kind of goes hand in hand. Um, hoping that sticks around. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we were always drinking on the subway anyway, but yeah, you know. for sure. But you know, to not get we had those fancy paper bags to obfuscate the truth. Yeah, no, officer, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, right, wrap mine in aluminum foil now. Oh. <laughs> numbers. I hope I hope you do a better job. <laughs> um, all right, so I was also having a conversation. Um, this is my end of the show plea for money, Logan. So excuse me uh, for a second, and then we'll come back to what you're doing. But I was having a conversation about somebody, somebody who's planning on doing a podcast who wanted to talk to me about monetization. And I said, <laughs> right, I explained to him that I know nothing. But what I said is, look, we do the Patreon thing. And I think we do the Patreon thing because I think people only listen to us because we're credible. And I think we're credible because nobody can put words in our mouths. The money we use to ship beer to people like Logan and do all that comes from our listeners so nobody can make us say so and so is a good place or so and so's doing yeah, we don't, a good we don't thing. get paid for this show right and we don't even you try don't. to get paid for this show we 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 use the patreon money to make the show as good as we can and, and i told him that i believe that's what matters and i believe that our simple approach of you know hey if you had a good time treat it like we're bartenders and tip us two bucks for the beer if you had a great time and we help make your life more interesting when you're picking a beer, give us a $5 tip. If you've ever made a Kennedy, my man joke, you probably owe us 10 bucks. If yes. you know that Cass is the biggest bootlegger in the world, maybe you owe us 20. If you laugh when John and I give each other the unending amount of shit we give each other, you should probably come on the show someday at whatever level that is. But I just wanted to say thanks to everybody who does that. Cause as Agreed. he was trying to explain to me what he, cause you know, I don't even know how it fucking works, no but he started talking about Apple money and Spotify money and sponsorship uh, money. It's complicated. And I was, I was like, look, I know nothing. What I know is we make enough money to keep the show rolling and nobody can tell us what to say. And that's what I hope for you. And I just want to say thanks to the thieves because I know I haven't done that in a long time. And I think it's fucking huge that we get to do this shit without having to pretend we care about AB and Bev's crafty of the month. So yeah, when we get that fucking goose Island Christmas IPA, we get to go, wow, this is the worst fucking beer I've had in 17 years and no other podcast can do that. So I really just very quickly want to nip that in the bud where we do 
at the end of the year, we seem to have like theme shows that sort of pop up where, you know, Joel Shelton comes on or M Sounder comes on and everything. Justin, you are absolutely not allowed to make Goose Island Christmas like a regular part of the show. I promise I won't. Fuck you, okay. Justin. I'm still mad at you for the last one. I'm still mad at you for the last for, one. For the, for the Goose Rauk? Yeah, that was... <laughs> the Goose Rauk was a good trick because I really did. Was, I liked was, that beer. A lot of fun. I liked that beer. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that Goose Island Christmas IPA. So you can nice. stick... Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't want to get me too'd here, Justin, but All you right. can do well, horrible things to yourself with that can next time you buy one. When, anyway. Whenever I actually feel like I can tolerate it for the weekend and I invite Augie up to the Pocono house, Logan, we're going to come by and uh, uh, visit. and It'll be a lot of fun. Bad idea. Bad. Such okay. a bad idea. Bad Speak, idea. Speaking we'll, of, we'll do it on a, on a cast canning day. Speaking of visiting yeah, Logan, yeah, yeah, yeah. speaking of visiting Logan, Logan or Hall, what do they do? How do they do it? Where where do they do all this shit? How do we get Logan some more jingles so he doesn't have to hold shelf space in a fucking local bodega for no good reason? Uh, yeah, so we're it's Wall and Pop Back Brewing is Holly, Pennsylvania. Um, kind of I don't want to say middle of nowhere, but it's not around much. No. Um, but on uh, you know social media, Wall and Pop Back Brewing Company on Facebook. Instagram is Wallenputback Brewing Co. All that good stuff, uh, and then we're we distribute eight counties, eight or nine counties only in Pennsylvania right now. So you got to come to PA to try some beer. Right on. Well, Hall keeps telling me we're going to do that, and then he thinks better of it. Um, <laughs> and and I and well, it's, it's fair, mostly April saying you want to do what? <laughs> Why would we? Like he's fine in twenty-seven minute slices, John Hall. <laughs> Anyway, you guys, thanks so much. Thanks, Cass, Tom. tell them how they give us that Patreon money I was just talking about. Yes, patreon.com slash steal this beer. Those dollars, they, they do go a long way, believe it or not. Unless I'm shipping the beer, then they don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> FedEx! White glove FedEx. Follow us on all social <laughs> Yeah, follow us on all social medias at steal this beer and, and see what we're drinking on untapped. But uh, yeah, that Oh, yeah. And steal this beer podcast at gmail.com for, you know, all those nice love letters and hate mail that we love to read on, on the air. So, yeah, I'm sorry yeah. I sabotaged that letter with my malaise, but fuck. Anyway. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. Get at us. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.